hear ye and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. And tonight I'm joined by my good buddy, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. Justin, unfortunately, we do not have Shimato here with us today. Another scheduling conflict. Shimato, we really... We really miss you, man, especially for this epic finale to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which we are reviewing today. So sad you're not here, Anthony, but uh, we'll we'll see you next time around. Justin? Yeah. How are you doing? Bro? Dude, I'm great, man. I'm great. Uh, we just uh, finished up watching uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and... Uh, also, like, who knew Shimano was going to be such a hard get to get on a <laughs> to get on a podcast here, right? Yeah, dude, he's kind of a he's 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 hard to secure for sure. Yeah, for <laughs> playing playing hard to get for sure, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I'm excited to talk about this finale episode. Uh, lots to dissect here, uh, good, bad, and a little ugly. So, um, oh, okay, so you're already coming out of the gate saying <sighs> there's like one thing I really hated. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We will. Uh, we want to thank all of our listeners for uh, tuning in. We really appreciate you guys listening. We want to ask you to please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And please share this podcast with some of your friends as we get more and more into new content, especially more Marvel stuff. We're going to have a little bit of a uh, break waiting for Loki the Loki series to begin in June. Uh, but as we get more and more into fresh content, we would love to be uh, the podcast that yourself and I, that yourself, that sounds weird that you and your friends enjoy as you uh, watch some of these cool shows and movies. Nonetheless, here we are to review the final episode of Falcon winter soldier. Um, Justin, why don't we, why don't we first say before just the, the episode review, um, before the finale review, just as a whole, the six episodes, the series, what you think? Do you enjoy it mostly? Overall, the entire series, like from one to six, I, I, I did enjoy the series. I, I love the espionage genre, and I just, I don't know, I, for some of the do everything to do with like spy stuff, like it really, it hits me, and I, I enjoy it thoroughly. So I, I, I like that. And uh, uh, storytelling... I liked certain storylines. Uh, there are several storylines that I did not like that much. But mm-hmm. uh, overall, I will give this a passing grade. Uh, <laughs> passing grade. Yeah, far far higher than anything like uh, Thor, uh, <laughs> The Dark World. So, <laughs> Iron Man 3. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even acknowledge that it's being anything. Anyway, uh, yes, overall, it was good. It was good. Yep, for myself... I think I really enjoyed the series overall, too. So I, I bet I probably enjoyed it a little more than you. I, I will agree there's a couple storylines that I have been critical of. Um, maybe the Flag Smashers one um, that I've been crit- critical of throughout the series and even now through the finale. Uh, but overall, especially the stuff with um, the S.H.I.E.L.D. and just Bucky and Sam, like all that stuff, the John Walker stuff, all of it, I really did enjoy. Zemo. I mean, we yeah. got to see Zemo, more of Zemo, too. Zemo you know? was great, man. And if you think about it, in Civil War, when Zemo's the villain, like, he did a really good job. Um, but he was competing with it, pretty much an entire Avengers-level movie. Oh, yeah. Right? Absolutely, yeah. Iron Man. He was competing with Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's in a Captain America film, but it's got, like, 12 different Avengers in it. Yeah, you know? Zemo was a subplot, and but yet, he, like, he was... Very interesting, and he like he kind of yeah, yeah he pulled pulled the audience towards him for and, sure. But uh, it just Tony Stark got, had that had that uh, <laughs> that's the charisma. So and we got even more Zemo yeah. in this series. It was good is, to get him. It's going to be one of the highlights for me. I feel like I can thoroughly go back and enjoy watching like episodes three and four a lot. You know, um, but yeah. 
So that's kind of my review of the series. Um, all right, man. Good to do this podcast with you. So. Yeah, see you later. All right. Uh, spoiler alert. We're going to get into the finale. So if you are still listening and for some reason you haven't watched episode six, which I believe is called One World, One People, uh, go ahead and pause the podcast and come on back. So, Justin, what do you want to do, man? Do you want to start with the things that were – we usually kind of get negative first. Maybe this is because we're naturally pessimistic. Um, Something like that. I certainly am. You're a little more optimistic. I'm a, I'm a little bit more than optimistic than you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So where do you want to go? You want to go things we enjoyed first or things you want to um, No, let's, let's get critique. ugly. Let's get All right. ugly. All right. Well, let's just say uh, – and we did this with the WandaVision finale, right? Um, I think with finales on these shows – you know, these are. This is a brand new. We got to remember, this is a brand new, like, uh, medium for Marvel to put content out. Like, they've done shows before, but they aren't major MCU. Yeah, shows. these aren't movie productions. Like, they're learning as they go. They're they're learning as they go, and they're you know they're nine episodes for WandaVision. There's six episodes for Falcon Winter Soldier. I think Loki's six or seven, I think, probably. I think it's eight. Okay, it's eight still, but it's it's not like, you know, when you go and watch Daredevil, which people love Daredevil. How many, was it, how many 13, episodes? Thirteen episodes for Daredevil. Right. And then some of the shows like Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., a lot of times they had 22, like a normal show. Yeah. So it, what they're doing with these things are very different. So the, I feel like the finales are always going to feel a little just interesting. So it's going to be easy to kind of you're, pick You're going to get a small, like, it's going to feel like a rush. Yeah, it's always going to yeah. feel rushed. And there were aspects of, aspects of this yeah. that very much felt rushed. The, um, okay, so I agree with the, the feeling rush statement. However, like, uh, there was a point, uh, I think it was like maybe 30 minutes in, where I'm like, okay, they can end this episode now, and it'll be, it'll be a good episode. But then they, like, kind of feel like they drag it on a little bit too long. Yeah, okay. But, tell, me, uh, tell me more. I, that's, Jump in. That, I mean, that's not my major critique, though, like... I've, okay, so I want the major critique. Well, I want the thing that I want the thing that all day today you were just. Oh yeah! If you want that, man, let's just let's go ahead and say <sighs> it because I, I might be thinking the same thing. Sharon, think, Sharon Carter. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think our listeners are going to feel similar. Yeah, what all right. in the world? All right, man? all right, all right, all right. So we have talked about Sharon potentially being the power broker. And that is that mostly what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Her okay. being the power broker, or uh, her storyline in general. Just sh- you know, uh, showing, showing up, up in New yeah. York. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been able to get in the country, you know, since you guys uh, uh, screwed me over. Yeah, but let me. I have a mask, so yeah. I can do it easily. So, <laughs> all right, we have talked, I think, at length about Sharon potentially being the the power broker, and then I think maybe what did Shimato say? Did when we did buy or sell last week? What did you guys say? Uh, I pretty I said I said yay. I were you buying? I said okay. I buy that idea. So so well, then what are you upset about? Uh, what am I upset about? Uh, it shouldn't have happened <laughs> at all. Okay. Um, okay. Well, just the way. Okay, her fall from being an agent. Okay, like this must have been a drastic five years for her because I just don't see her character. Like if you remember her in Winter Soldier, I don't. When's the last time you saw Winter Soldier? I mean, oh, it's been a minute. Okay, well, I know you've seen it like it's a like thousand my favorite, times. One yeah. of my favorites, yeah, exactly. But like her character, like I feel like her character wasn't okay. So they're in the computer room, right? And uh, they're like, uh, push the button or whatever, right? Execute, right, right, right. And she's the one who's standing there with the gun, and she's like, "No, I'm not doing it." And like, I'm, like that's the Sharon Carter that I remember, like standing up in front of a room full of people, ready to hydra agents, ready to shoot and kill everybody, right, right, right. And she's there, standing up for what she believes in. And then all of a sudden, like, uh, snap happens, and now five years later, she's in a, a world of chaos. Oh, civil war happens, I should say. And she's yeah. uh, 
AIDS a fugitive and then the snap happens. She's on the run for five years. Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I need that show that you're talking about where we, <laughs> we find out what happened in the five years because. Yeah, this would be another I just great don't understand. I don't understand her character uh, change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love the actress Emily Van Camp, but I feel like this is going to be a uh, waste of her character. Uh huh. You know what? Just thinking. And again, we've talked about the reshoots they've had to do. We don't know exactly why. We might not ever know exactly why. They might try to keep that kind of a secret of why they had to do certain reshoots. But there were things about the Flag Smashers that always felt weird. Uh, But now that there's more, now that Sharon Carter shows up and is talking to Carly. Oh, my gosh, dude. That that was just the dumbest thing. All right. The the power broker is sending texts to... Carly. Carly throughout yeah. the show. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, you're They're face-to-face. You're face-to-face, and you're not going to kill you her? You lift your gun, hold your hands up. What was that? Yeah, and then you're like, uh, the Carly says, I'm disappointed me. in you. Yeah. And she said, I was going to say that to you. Wait, what do you mean? Like, Dude. you threatened to kill her the whole entire time. Give me back the serum, or you're all dead. Like, they, yeah. Like, all, for the whole entire episode, or the season. And, the, uh, and the whole serum stuff doesn't make sense. Like, why would she bring... Bu- Bucky, if she's the power broker, why would she bring Bucky and Sam and Zemo? Zemo yeah. Oh, yeah. To Nagel. Why would she risk? Why would she risk her supply line? Her supply line. It doesn't make any sense it at makes all. Zero sense, dude. I just. I mean, the look on her face when he act, Zemo shot Nagel was kind of like, oops, I messed up. Like, I can definitely tell. I mean, you can tell by looking back at that scene now. Like, she's like, oh, shoot. Like, I didn't expect that. Yeah, but still, why would you risk it? Why would you risk it? Yeah, Dude. even if even if he if she goes into that thinking like, oh, they're not going to kill him, like they're just going to arrest him, like <laughs> no, <sighs> you lose your supply line. God, I want to. Yeah, I, I'm like I'm like hoping that somehow she's. <laughs> this sounds dumb. I'm actually going to say this, and and people are going to laugh at me. I'm hoping that she's not the power broker. <laughs> I'm still holding out hope. I know Curtis is listening. He's like, you just got to let it go, bro. You got to well, okay, let it go. So here's, a, here's a theory going around that, I mean, if it happens, I'm, I'm okay with. But okay. it's uh, Fury has her into deep deep cover. And she has to take on this persona to to draw out the, the, the secret scrolls that are hiding and to uh, flush them out for the secret wars or the secret invasion. Be interesting. That's what I. That's the, that's what's going around right now. I've read a few uh, Reddit threads. Uh, did a dive. Huh? Yeah, I did a deep dive uh, because I stayed away today. But I'm I'm gonna my, get on my it. deep di- <laughs> my deep dive uh, involved uh, looking for any uh, Reddit conversation in the the thread that talked about uh, Sharon WTF or yeah, anything like that. Like, exactly. Yeah. So it just did not. Okay. Yeah. It did not make sense, man. It did not make sense. But no. And but, and when okay so when Falcon uh, episode opens and Falcon's flying overhead like oh hey by the way I called in backup and then I'm like oh cool like there's, we're gonna get another Avenger Spider Man no it was he's talking about Sharon this whole time why would like, you call someone who's in yeah, Madripoor I know there's people all over New York yes <laughs> uh, Daredevil Luke Cage <laughs> Jessica Jones Spider Man why like, would you <laughs> take your pick Strange might even be available oh, yeah. like, why would you <laughs> Even if Strange is in Hong Kong, he opens his door and he's in New York. You know, like, hasn't been to America in years because yeah. of you and 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 Cap yeah. neglecting her. Exactly. All right. So the things that are frustrating for me, and one of the reasons I was so hardcore, like no way, Sharon is not the power broker. 
The biggest one to me is it seems pretty clear that if you watch Endgame, her face is on that wall of people that have been dusted. Right. Okay. But then maybe she's she just that went good. Went off the grid. Went off the grid. Kind of think of like in Far From Home, the prof- the teacher who says his wife pretended, oh, yeah. <laughs> pretended <laughs> that she blipped. Yep. <laughs> so and ran maybe, off with another guy. <laughs> I guess Sharon pretended that she blipped. Um, it's weird to me. But uh, they, Avengers could have used your help. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's like that's the only thing that makes sense because otherwise, in my mind, unless she was the power broker the entire time she was Agent 13 undercover in the States, how would she ra- rise to so much power in Madripoor in two years? It, her, her skills can't be that good, man. <laughs> There's no way. No, but whose, whose skills are that good? But, right? I mean, yeah. No, you're right. So it's like – Oh man, I don't know the whole the whole Sharon thing. To me, it, it feels like it could be a result of, you know, maybe some reshoots. Like they could have even that scene where it's just Sharon and Carly and Batroc. Like maybe even that was an, an a reshoot. Even like when she's on the phone in the post. Uh, <clears throat> by the way, there's a post credit scene. Spoiler alert! <laughs> For, you should know that by now. If you're, in a finale, there's always. Certainly going to be a post credit yeah. scene, but Which, in the post credit yeah. scene, she's on the phone talking to somebody. Maybe she's talking to the real power broker. Just saying, but um, no, she's probably the power broker, and I'm just I'm just stubborn. Yeah, because, because otherwise, why would she kill Batroc when he threatened to blackmail her? Like, unless it was actually she needed to keep her cover. Yeah. All right. Okay. She's the power broker. I get it, but it's just stupid. Oh me. no, I, I agree with that. It is dumb, uh, <sighs> but. There is going to be more to this story. There, we could get a resolve to, uh, to maybe better her situation. Maybe we might. Uh-huh. Uh, she might be redeemed or saved or something. I don't. I don't know. Or she's a scroll, which or yeah, or she's a scroll would now allow her to have allow this scroll Sharon to have even more access to to government things. Yeah, I mean, I guess that could be the only. Well, I don't know, man. I mean. If WandaVision uh, finale taught us anything, is that the, the scrolls are among us still, yes. which we didn't get any hint of that in, in this show. But uh, we need to keep that in mind when things are playing out of uh, who potentially could be a scroll. Like, this is something that now we're going to have to focus on because yeah. we know Secret Invasion is coming. Like, we know the show is there, which big news dropped this week on people there casting for the show. This is, true. this is turning into a very talented cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're courting um, Amelia Clark from uh, Game of Thrones, uh, Daenerys, and then uh, Olivia Coleman, who is a phenomenal actress, uh, has been confirmed for the show. So, Secret Invasion is happening, and uh, we it's need in the keep, Yeah, we need to keep this in mind. So maybe Sharon's story is going to play out more in that end of things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hope so because yeah. to me, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Her whole – the whole thing. Her whole arc from this whole the entire whole series Everything with been, Sharon. Yeah. Everything with Carly, yeah. which I actually am more upset with that than even the Power Broker stuff. Yeah, I want to definitely transition after yeah. you finish. Okay, yeah. great. Everything with Sharon and Carly and the Flag Smashers to me was like, I just can't connect. Maybe I'm dumb, but to me it's just like it wasn't really hitting – wasn't making sense. It didn't seem logical at all. Carly's motives. Like, oh, man. Yeah. We'll get there in a second. On the flip side – like I said earlier, everything with Sam and Bucky and honestly, John Walker as well. I loved all that stuff. Zemo. I loved all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, I can't wait to talk about all that stuff in the next, like, I don't know what, five minutes. We'll, yeah, we'll... maybe. So let's talk about Carly, though, because while we're on, while we're on the topic of things that were frustrating. Um, oh, gosh, man. Just like you said, 
you said uh, if the finale of WandaVision taught us anything. I was going to say, if, finale, if the finale of WandaVision taught me anything, it's that I should have low expectations for finales in these series. <laughs> I actually liked the Falcon Winter Soldier finale better than WandaVision finale, I will admit. Mostly, I, 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 liked, I liked this finale a lot. Uh, but again, once again, with the Flag Smashers... Carly and the Flag Smashers might be one of the, the worst I just villains, don't get villains quote-unquote villains. I just don't get it. No, I don't get it either, man. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a disconnect, like a, a, a major Bro, disconnect. Carly's just lack of clarity and whininess. She even. doesn't have a, like, her, her plan. Yes, her plan, her drive. Like, Everything. She, every, yeah. It was, to me, it was so bad that it even, it even f- somehow forced John Walker to make a selfless decision. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know what goodness. I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Isn't that something? It's like, oh, John Walker's a good guy now. Good, good job, Carly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, yeah. So and, Okay, the one scene that sticks out to me where I'm like, this is just ridiculous with Carly, is um, when... She says, oh, we, we don't have to actually have hostages. We can just go ahead and kill them. And then her, her own people are like. Yeah. And here's the thing. If that's how you feel. Yeah. Why don't you just kill them in that room? Exactly. Yeah. Right? Why even bother uh, with all the rest right? of the, the show, the the big theatrics that it, it is. And Carly is at least, she's not smart, but she's at least smart enough to know that you're not going to negotiate with these people. Oh, so, no. Yeah. So if you're. If you are willing to kill them anyways, yeah, go ahead and do it yeah. right there. Okay? Yeah. That's that's I, safe for 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and again, all of her followers. Blind, I feel like they blindly follow her. Like, yeah. Not everybody's around her to receive the message. So, like, anything they're getting is through an app or. Right. Or, or even her closest followers are like. They're questioning everything. Like, they've been questioning things since episode three. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say that. Yep. But you could see they were more, in this episode, they were more like, what is happening? Yeah. And she even was getting mad. One world. Like, she, like, reiterated the whole, you know, the little slogan. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? Little motto. Like, there's been a, like, episode two. Like, I I, could, episode two, episode two, (laughs) I could get behind, I can get behind her whole thing. Like, when she's in that uh, room in, in Germany, like, talking about the computers and, Giving that speech in there, like I could, I could get behind that. Yeah, and well, then there's a shift that happens, and then I'm like, I, I, I don't, I can't relate, yes. I can't connect, and it has to be because of the reshoots. It's got to be because I can't imagine if, if you compare it to the way the writers and the way they created the show mm-hmm. with the stuff with Bucky and Sam and the, John yes. Walker and Zemo. Oh man, clearly they know what they're doing, but when you watch all the things with the Flag Smashers, it just feels something. Off, yeah, right. You're okay. right. So. That didn't make any sense to me. I, yeah, I just don't get it. Um, I don't like it. No. <laughs> and, no. And it's like, yeah, it's it's all just for what? Exactly. What what was the what was the end game? What was the I don't know, what was the point of it all? Yeah, I mean <sighs> And then essentially they you all sound get, like just yeah, essentially all flag smashers <laughs> like get wiped out. Of existence, yeah. dude. The flag smashers are done. Yeah, man. there's nobody dude, to lead them. Now. How about all these like super soldiers just dying every episode? Oh yeah, okay, right? <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the what was the point of the whole super soldier storyline? I mean, the only one that would make sense would be John Walker because he's living in the shadow of a super soldier, right? So he, him, and his goal of obtaining that 
would would make sense, correct? Yeah. However, Carly stealing it and then all eight of them having it and then all of it going to waste and for nothing, like, I don't know. I just, her whole entire everything was just messed up, man. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I don't know if I have anything else to say. I don't want to waste any more. I don't want to waste any more time. Can I say one more thing about Sharon? <laughs> wow. Mike's still frustrated. Yeah, go right. for it, man. Can you explain to me? No, I probably can't because it doesn't make any sense. If Sharon is relying on Sam to help her get reacclimate, like to clear her record, to be pardoned, to right? be pardoned, yeah. yeah, so that she can infiltrate the U.S. government again, if she's relying on Sam for that, why does she hire Batrock? Oh yeah, because Batrock, yeah, to put Sam All I in do danger. Is kill the Falcon, right? Yeah. Why? What purpose? Are you are you telling me that a power broker? Needed to hire Batrock to find Carly? Uh, no freaking way, dude. That's imp- that's yeah. That's ridiculous. It is. It is ridiculous. If that if that's the connection that that Sharon needed Batrock to go incognito under Carly to get access to where Carly is, like to it's just the, dumb. Well, the fact that anybody actually needs Batrock is <laughs> is a problem in itself. To be fair, I'm sad he's gone. Because yeah. he's he's one of these guys that like he's just popping up, and I yeah. want him to show up more. Yeah, but it's just so dumb. The whole time I was like, no, the, I, I just I like, can't I can't I cannot the, get from Sharon. the power broker that was described in the bar scene and the power broker that was described in Madripoor with like this overpowering like presence. None of that was being portrayed by Sharon at all. The reliant, which is why she's not the power right. broker. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm holding out. Yeah, okay, let's see. Hopefully not. What if she's? What if she is a scroll and she's pretending to be the power broker? Oh, okay. What if there's a kind of like <laughs> not not the exact same, but if you think about it, like there's an actual Mandarin and then you compare the one, dare yeah. I say it, Iron Man three, Ugh, right? Someone gosh, who pretended to be the Mandarin. Too many times. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's like twice I've referenced it on this episode. All right, man. We're like twenty minutes in, and we we've just been complaining. In the in the time card, you need to be like end negative rant. Yeah, and start, yeah. Start here. But. I do feel like I know every now and then I I talk to some of our friends who listen and I feel like, especially, especially with Gibbs, I feel feel like we're always complaining about something. So I, uh, you know, this is, this is for our friends. (laughs) This is for our listeners. We love you. All right. Let's talk about what was awesome in this finale. And there was some really good stuff for me, just flat out, like the, just the action was oh yeah action is top notch man was amazing yeah incredible um, did you like that sam just shows up flying in the new suit oh absolutely as opposed to just yeah. opening it and dressing yeah. up i 100% love that he showed up in it just yes. straight action i like when he too. comes through that when the shield comes through the window first right the shield comes through that window first then he comes in yeah i got hyped after that man i was yeah. like yes let's go let's get this and it was, was sick man um suit looked great suit looked incredible suit looked good yeah uh, and I loved how um, he didn't have to have this big moment where he's like, I'm Captain America. Right. Like someone said – he was talking to someone like on the ground level said, who are you? And he's like, I'm Captain America. He just he like said it and went yeah, on. Like general, yeah. He didn't yeah. care, you know. It was – I think he said it when he – shortly after he broke through the window, the one – the bald dude, he's like – well, who are you supposed to be? Or yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm Captain America. And he like, he just keeps on. going. Yeah. yeah. And he, says, oh, he said, I thought Captain America was on the moon. 
I missed that. Yes, he Someone says said that. that. The guy he says I'm Captain America too. He says I thought Captain America was on the moon. Yes, I love that. that I love that. That's getting around. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's great. Oh, that is so. But good. Uh, Sam's training definitely paid off uh, because his skills. Boy, I feel was like fresh, man. Yes, that was good. He was yeah. elevated this this fight yeah. scenes. And be, to be honest with you, like Bucky kind of didn't shine in these fight scenes. Like uh, he had the cool motorcycle jump off scene, but like. Falcon had some don't, moves. Don't man. blow over that. That was awesome. It was. It was I was. I figured we would circle back around when we talk about Bucky. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Falcons, dude. His fight scenes were absolutely incredible, and I feel like his wings, like anything he did with his wings, was yeah, amazing. Dude. All right. So I was. I was right and wrong. <laughs> I didn't think there were going to be wings in that box. I thought it was just going to be Captain America. But if your Captain America can fly now. That's an upgrade. So uh, I'm all for it. Yeah. I love I love the way it looked. Uh, you're right. Every time he was flying, I think when he pushed Batroc aside and then he threw the shield yeah. out the window and, and then took in, off yeah. and caught the shield. Yeah, that was sick. Yes. And I love how the shield can just go on the back of the – On the back of his uh, mm-hmm. wings, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the one scene that stood out to me of this uh, new flying Captain America upgrade and, and the benefits, right? When he's uh, chasing down the helicopter, and right before he's like getting ready to make his like in sync uh, uh, crash landing or whatever, right where yeah, I yeah. guess the, the chick takes over, uh, the sh- the shield actually like pops up and launches off his back. Really, I missed that. And then he catches it and then throws it. Like it was. Oh, I it, missed that, dude. What did you watch this like on like a six inch screen or something, man? Like, no, I did not. I watched it on my television, which is much how larger you, than. How six did inches. you miss this? How did you miss? I this? I don't know, man. There's a lot of detail. Uh, trust me, I missed it the first time when I watched it at like five a.m. Um, yeah. on my phone. Um, but when I watched it a second time later on the the massive TV, mm-hmm. uh, a lot more detail, a lot more detail that I missed. I, uh, <coughs> excuse me. I love when I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but you know the. Just people are like standing and watching and recording, and someone says, "That's the Black Falcon." <laughs> and this guy says, "No, nah, man, that's Captain America." Yes, yes. <laughs> I thought that was good. Yeah, it was good. It was great. That was um, real good. Yeah, the in sync moment where he jumps in a helicopter, and takes t- yeah, takes the super soldier out, and then yeah, the takes the pilot out, politician or whoever uh, who's trained to fly. Which yeah, that was cool. Yeah, shout out to Red Wing being back because. Dude. There was a lot of cool things that Red Wing did in this yeah. fight scene. Thanks, Wakanda. Yeah, <laughs> I love exactly. how I love how somehow Wakanda knows like, oh yeah, let's get him a Red Wing, and that actually, well, let's get him too. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He had two. Yeah, um, but uh, Shuri obviously she does her she does good work because she's the, the guy be the one to to do that. Yeah, almost no doubt. Um, yeah, that was. But uh, yeah, Red Wing like pulls the door off, and then he jumps through and like <laughs> yeah. takes him out and. Uh-huh. A lot of a lot of good combo moves there, man. But uh, that that whole sequence where she takes over the flying, like it was, I, I liked it was, it. It was yeah. great. It was amazing. See, you know what I really loved about that helicopter chase is the fact that it it felt like it didn't end quickly. No, it no, it was a long it, sequence. Yeah, it was a really long sequence. It, I thought, I mean, seven to eight minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was impressive. It was very good. And then when the other helicopter uh, crashed and he took the guy out, and when he lands and he covers himself with the wing and the shield, like just that that visual, yeah, was that was absolutely cool. incredible. Yeah, yeah, the vibranium. Yeah. Oh wing. yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, like, if Carly would have shot him at uh, towards the end, like the bullet would have bounced off. <laughs> it's vibranium. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not even worried about that. Yeah. True. Um, 
All right, so you had some of the senators being escorted via helicopter. Some through vehicle. Some through two armored vehicles. Yeah. And, dude, when Sharon killed that one guy, oh. that, that's like I was skeptical. All right, the fact that she's here is weird. If she's here, it's probably to ensure that Carly dies that, because she's probably the power broker. So the fact that she was there, when she, when she showed up, I was like, okay, she's a power broker. I yeah. hate to admit it. But she's got to be. Why, why else is she here? Right. She's here to ensure that Carly dies. In my mind, that's why Batrock was there. To not actually kill Falcon. Like, that would have been his, you know, what he's telling Carly. But really, he's there to kill her. Or to help. To get, to get close to Carly, to get the power broker uh, yeah. to pay him, so to kill Carly. Yeah, right? something that's like simple, that. Simple mercenary stuff. Yeah, and again, uh, yeah, I don't want to. Don't complain, T-Roll. Don't complain, <laughs> T-Roll. Don't complain. Um, but when... When she showed up, it's like, okay, she's probably the power broker. And then she she killed that dude. Uh, and I was like. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, what, what was that, Sharon? Oh, mercury gas. Yeah. <laughs> this dude is cooking. Yeah. The... He's, his skin is, like, melting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, all right. Sharon's gone. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So. There's um, no return for her. Yeah. But again, yeah, we're not going to get into that. Um, how, so let's talk about Bucky. Um, just. Taking a f- casual phone call from yes, Carly. which actually I do think the phone call was done strategically okay. because uh, throughout the entire series, Bucky has been more of like head on. He wanted to go ahead, head, head strong, go in and start fighting, right? Like that was his, that was his MO, right? Uh, but Sam, working with Sam, right, uh, who's more of the talker, let's listen, let's be more of a voice of reason, let's be optimistic. Let's be like Cap. Let's be like Cap. Well... But uh, Bucky chose to actually have that conversation, even though it was a trap by Carly. She was just stalling him. But Bucky chose to have that conversation. He gave her that benefit of the doubt of, like, maybe you need this interaction. Yeah. And I I thought that was a good character development to get Bucky from where he was to where he is. And not only that, but, like, Bucky trying to be more like Steve and do what Steve would want him to do. Yeah. But then he realizes, like, this is why you don't spend time talking to people. Exactly. And he <laughs> quickly caught up. Uh, he did. Yeah, yeah. With everybody. And the motorcycle, uh, let's, let's bring it back, man. Yeah. So he. <laughs> Dude, he knows- does a front wheelie, <laughs> yes. like a straight nollie, and <laughs> <laughs> crashes into this uh, barricade yeah. and launches into Dovich and, like, completely. Just starts, wrecks him. Yes. Wrecks him big time. Yep. He gets into a nice fight with some super soldiers and what well, I think it was Carly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was Carly Dovich All right. and like every time you have to ex- like I feel like Carly has anytime she has done something has had to explain like here's what we're going to do. Oh, I know, man. And it's like Gosh. if you keep having to do this, it feels it just feels weird it's, to me. It's forced. It's it's like it's like the 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 producer is so forcing you to tell you no, she's a bad guy because of like Yeah. You should just know that they're the bad guys. You shouldn't have to have that reinforcement that I'm evil. Like, right? Doesn't make any sense. So she's like, "We we got to create a distraction to, you know, <laughs> yeah, distract I, him." Yeah. <laughs> what did she say? I don't even remember. It was it, stupid. Yeah, anything anything with her was stupid. We established <laughs> that in the first twenty minutes. So, uh, it, gosh, yeah. So but she they, good fight scenes here. Good fight scenes. Yeah, well, and which they, Carly could hold her own in a fight. She yeah. did pretty well. And they they light the. Uh, I guess the armored vehicle. Yes, with the, with the hostages inside, mm-hmm. and you got to see, and you see Bucky trying to um, open the door. Yeah. So I thought that I didn't realize that thing that that dude put on those trucks was like a lock. 
I guess I thought it was just a bomb. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, to me, it looked like it was going to be an explosive. But uh, it took forever for Bucky to rip that off, which is impressive because this dude's got a vibranium arm, right? Yeah, when they were putting it in, uh, it kind of had, like, the like little uh, prongs or, like, yeah. like spider claw-looking things, man. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, clamping into the door. So yeah. it held it pretty good. And uh, Bucky... Uh, I mean, Red Wing took it off easily, obviously. Right. Because, well, Red Wing's yeah. just the, the star. Yeah. <laughs> but right, uh, Bucky so listen, ended up pulling so it off. So while Bucky is pulling this off, you hear, coming down the street, <laughs> Carly <laughs> Morgenthau. <laughs> and, dude, when when he when I heard his voice, I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't say shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because in my mind, I'm like, Jaw Walker is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he is he's about pissed. to he's about to kill a twenty year old. And then girl. when the first thing <laughs> you know? she says to him is, I'm sorry about your friend. I didn't want him to kill anybody who doesn't matter. Yeah. What in the world? And you then try to, you trying to you trying to get this guy riled up. Exactly. Already. Why would you like but she I feel like it was a genuine statement that she was making. However, you're just downplaying the existence of the Lamar's life. Like right. you you're open to can of worms there. Yeah. It only motivated him to destroy her. Yeah. Like you're right. And at the same time, though, all right, in my mind, you got kind of random people, unless they weren't random people. Like, are these skilled fighters before they took the serum? I don't think so. I didn't think that. They didn't necessarily portray that or tell us that throughout the whole show. Meanwhile, you got John Walker, who happens to be uh, a badass. Yes, Okay. exactly. And then he takes a serum. And I'm just doing, like, basic, like, level matching here. I'm thinking, like... John Walker should wipe the floor with these people. Uh, if, they, if they all have super soldier serum, yep. he should wipe the floor with yeah, them. Because I, I don't think Carly was a trained, uh, like, martial artist, like, perfection. Like, I don't – like, how? Like, she looks like she's 12 years old. <laughs> I don't know how many years of experience she has under her well, belt fighting. The biggest problem is not even the way she looks or who she is or how young she is, but it's like – if we are supposed to believe that she was something, this is just like last episode where they're talking about her yeah. going underground. It's like she's so good at this stuff. Give man. us exposition on why she is the way she is. Oh, yeah. Nobody knows who this person is. <sighs> I think I said last week, you're telling me that Bucky and Sam and John Walker and freaking Zemo and the, maybe even the Dora Milaje yeah. and Sharon Carter, who apparently needs to hire Batrock to find this girl. <laughs> Like, who is this freaking Carly girl? Right, exactly. So anyways, um, I thought John Walker was just going to go berserk. And he he did it sometimes, and other times he didn't. He's got this twitch, man. That twitch, uh, dude, Wyatt Russell does a good job selling, Wyatt selling that. Wyatt Russell's great. Yeah, yeah. He's been a, a really great addition to the MCU. Dude, I think he's going to be a big, yeah. big player moving forward. I, I hope and so. I'm excited I hope so. It. Yeah. Because... I, the fact that he could make the audience us like hate his character so much means he's doing a fantastic yeah. job. Like, and at times in the series, I mean, early in the series, remember I was like, "Why are Sam and Bucky so butthurt? Like, yeah. Why don't they just give him talk a to it? Yeah, give him a chance, yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's like I'm. Yeah, he's gonna be good. But anyways, I do have a go for it. Small little like meh about John Walker. Okay. Okay. So. The government, like, disavowed him, deauthorized him as Captain America, right? But uh, he does his own thing. He comes into the scene, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, all of a sudden, he's a vigilante like every other hero um, that has come before him, and everyone's okay with it now. Like, he's disavowed as Captain America, but then he comes and does his own thing, vigilante yeah. style, and now everybody's cool with it. it well, I mean, it it had to be... When Bucky saw him pull that truck, 
I okay, guess. Still, yes, yeah, still, but... But why would Sam? Sam wasn't there for that. <laughs> yeah, and he casually, like, scroll strolls right up to uh, the, the news conference, and he's listening to the speech, Sam's speech, and... Nobody, nobody's being like, oh, hey, yeah, you're the senator you that be said here. all those yeah. things is standing you, yeah. right there. You yeah. shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't be here. So, okay, fair, yeah, fair, yeah. I mean, it was interesting how he's just showing up like that. I'm, I have a feeling his um, not so honorable discharge had some sort of stipulation about not yeah. entangling in any sort of, uh, you know, yeah. Events like these, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then, like, he w- he was there when the reporter asked Sam, "When did the government make you Captain America?" Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just felt oh, like, yeah, that's I right. fe- yeah, I felt like that was a little. I don't know. I feel like if John Walker were to be a part of this whole like scene, like it should have been a clear, a clear shift to anti. Like he should have been on the side of like, I'm not necessarily bad, but like. I'm not going to do things the good way. Like, yeah, like saving the senators. Well, I actually like that. So you're saying he shouldn't have done that? Yeah, like, I don't think he should. I think he hmm. should have went after Carly, and they continued that storyline with him. because. But see, here's – okay, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Well, this is what I like about it because I think – It had redeeming qualities though. Like I don't think he needs to be redeemed. No, but in his mind he does, and I think he feels that way. And when he says later, mm-hmm. after he puts on the sick U.S. agent suit, yeah, that was pretty sick. He was like, "I'm back, I'm back." Like, yeah, he's with his wife, and it kind of looks like he kind of feels redeemed, and he thinks he's working with Val, and Val is some sort of like good sort of leader, good organizer uh, under the table, yeah, yeah, organization, yeah. And so we, I guess we can talk about that in a little bit, but. He, uh, I think, in his mind, like he wants to do what's right. Um, yeah, I just, I feel like his. I mean, I, trust me, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, him in this episode. I enjoyed his character development and his arc through the series. Yeah, I just feel like they should have went the route where he has like a clear path of destruction now, like where he should have went after Carly instead of the van. Um, yeah, but I feel like they're gonna put him in a spot where. He thinks he's doing things that are good, but really he's working for Val and he's yeah. not. I so think that's f- where they're going. I feel like more of like he's he's going to be manipulated, like he's and he's getting uh, manipulated to the fact that uh, he thinks he's doing good, like kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. I mean, I, I'll get behind that if it's done if it's done well, but yeah. I really truly believe that he should have taken the other path. Val's just kind series. of uh, getting her own little suicide squad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yes. Okay. All right. Let Let's see what team she can form. Yeah. Let's see what's going <laughs> little on. Little Thunderbolts. Here. Yeah. I, I I truly. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's building. Be, right? It's building. It's got. It be. really is. Do you want to talk about that so people know? There's some people who have no idea what Thunderbolts. Oh, are. Yeah. Uh, Thunderbolts is literally like the Suicide Squad in DC. Uh, True. <laughs> um, U.S. Agent could be the leader of the Thunderbolts. Well, he has, but he is yeah. in the comics. Right? In, the, in the comics, well, yeah. Him and Zemo, which again, they're both yes. still alive. Yes. <laughs> so. Both. Thank goodness, Marvel is keeping them alive. Like usually, yeah. they kill off good villains, but uh, like picture this, man. Picture U.S. Agent. Picture Zemo. Uh, Zemo's in the raft, and who else is in the raft? Uh, we're led to believe that Abomination is in the raft, so he could also be a part of this Thunderbolt squad. Um, yep. There's um. There's a lot of kind of like anti-heroes that yeah. could be a part of this. But I, uh, I saw some people talking about maybe Ghost. Remember Ghost from I, Yeah, a Ghost, yeah. Ghost mm-hmm. could be a part of this from Ant-Man and the Wasp. So are the Thunderbolts villains or are they more of like an anti-hero they're, Avengers? They're more of a 
Well, yeah, I guess anti-hero Avengers is a very accurate statement because I feel like what what I'm like Thunderbolts are kind of like off the off the grid, oh, yep, off the radar, um, under like under the table. They don't get they don't get any of the credit if they save the day, but they they are they're they're called in to do the things that the Avengers yes. can't, meaning the dirt, getting dirty. Yeah, they'll yeah. go kill people. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're getting dirty for sure. Okay. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully that's the thing, man. I would yeah, really and, like to see that. And Val would be. I mean, she is. She's got some charisma. Man. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Dude, she could command a scene. <laughs> um yeah. So, let's see. I'm trying to think if we should talk any more about that. Maybe, you know, we, we I'm sure we'll do something on the on the pod about just the state of Marvel at some point cuz I don't know where they're going with that just yet, but it looks like with Zemo and Mm-hmm. You know, U.S. agents still at play. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now, uh, the phase that Marvel's in with these uh, TV shows and movie releases, like, I yeah. feel like they are setting up for a very a different-looking Marvel. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things in the work, like, especially, like, like the trailer for Shang-Chi just dropped. And, I, and it was awesome. It was awesome. And it felt different. It didn't feel like a Marvel copy-and-paste hero no. movie. It felt like it was something that could... I don't know, reshape reshape the way the Marvel does things. Yep. Um so different. I feel like their Marvel's going for different. And if that means developing characters like a John Walker through the series, um it, we could have a lot a, a lot of good uh movies, TV shows uh in the future. So yeah. I mean it's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good for our Marvel Marvel fans for the future. For sure. For sure. Okay. Um let's talk about the resolution of this kind of whole sequence. Carly is talking to Sharon. Again, we talked about that earlier. Weird exchange. Batrock rolls in. He's like, now that, you, now that I know that you're the power broker, I want four times yeah. the amount. Otherwise, I'm telling the whole world. Yeah. So she kills him, and then Carly shoots Sharon, and then Sam comes in and has to, you know, fight Carly. No, well, he not, doesn't he want doesn't to fight. fight. Yeah. yeah. And Carly... <laughs> Fight back, fight back. It was yeah, just so. But, but why? It's just so dumb. Uh, yeah. Carly, why don't you? Uh, and Carly picks up a gun and is about to shoot Sam. And then, and then Sharon, Sharon shoots, shoots Carly, Carly, which kind of, if you think about it, the only two people that apparently know who this power broker are. Yeah. Dead. Is, are, de- are now dead. Yeah. So Sharon's kind of in the clear. Yeah. But I love um, how Sam shows up like right after Sharon just gets done talking about her being the power broker. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that was convenient. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I feel like he should have been listening. Like Red Wing should have been listening, like somewhere, yeah. flying around <laughs> ahead of time. Like, no, Sam was naive. He had Fair. no idea. Yeah. So Sam is carrying Carly's body, and he shows up to where the senators are. Which it had a very. I don't know if you. I don't know if this is done on purpose. It probably was. Like this, like cinematography here. Like he had a very angelic oh, look sure. look to him while he was holding, holding Carly. Kind of yeah. like. Uh, I mean, granted, yes, as she's dying in his arms, she says, I'm sorry. But I don't know, like, how much of that was actually true, especially with her last actions of, like, fight me, fight me, like, that kind of thing, right? But, like, he's holding her in his arms, and he's, like, floating down with his wings expanded and everything. And uh, I guess a lot can be said for that. Like, uh, he now has the mantle of Captain America, and he's, like, he's holding this, like, freedom fighter. Uh, I mean, yeah, a lot to be looked into that, that visually, but uh, it did look very well, appealing to the and eye. and the way he kind of defends her, kind of kind, yeah, not defends her, but no. defends her reasoning, her he, motive a yes. little bit. Well, whatever not, mo- no, whatever no, motive, motive we can, yeah, but say whatever motive we can gather from that. Right. Like, it's it's conflicted, but that's kind of the point. He was trying to tell the senators, like, look, you yes, she didn't do things right, 
Yes, but, she wasn't an angel. <laughs> but yeah, but somebody will somebody will come along and pick up what she, the pieces that she dropped. Well, like, yeah, and it's like we have to get you know down into the we we got to get our hands dirty to fix these problems. Yeah. We're not going to do it. We're sitting Dude, on the sidelines. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. First of all, his speech was awesome, in my opinion. It was. It was. It was really good. It was yeah. incredible. So I thought it was fantastic, and the yeah. way he was like, he just kind of, he kept going. He, like, you know, he he really spoke the truth in love. He's real, but also he was real. bold. Yeah, boldly to those senators, and was like, you guys have the power to actually, you know, see change. But if you're not gonna, if you're gonna make decisions about people that aren't in the room when you're making decisions yeah. for them, yeah. Man, that hit. It's like, you know, like, yes, it's it's a hard place to be, but that's the call you have, you know? Yeah. Just like at the end of the show, someone says, hey, one of the flag smashers landed in the river, and <laughs> can you help us out? Of course. Like, he's yeah. going to answer his call. So, Senators, you got to freaking answer your call. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, exactly. And they need to be, be – do better, right? They need to do that better. Was, do better. Yeah. So, I mean, his speech was awesome. I mean, maybe – Maybe we should talk about it more. I don't know, but I thought it was just. Really I, I good. thought his speech was awesome. Um, I I feel like his the reason it was so awesome is I feel like they were able to uh, kind of perfect that in reshoots, maybe with maybe the climate of uh, what was going on during the filming of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I feel like it kind of spoke to what the message that should get out to the people, like do better, like stop. Uh, Lighting the fire of this negativity. Let's stop lighting the, uh, like, like uh, letting that get too carried away in the negative aspect of it. But instead, control who we are and ourselves and as individuals, and just do better. Like, be better people. Like, I don't know. I feel like it. I feel like it was crafted that way post post original production. I should say. Okay, so you think this is a reshoot? I do, and Hmm. because of that, that's why it was so on point, and this was so like. It hit. It hit in the show with the storyline that was unfolding, but it also hits like in real life, in the real world, like what's going on around sure. us. Sure. Hmm. I, don't I don't know if it was a reshoot, but I mean, I thought, I thought it was really good, and I thought yeah. the stuff he said about being a. I honestly thought of the stuff he was saying about being a, you know, black and Captain America. Like I thought yeah. that was good, and the, the the clips of Isaiah watching it. Yeah. I love. Yeah, I love how everyone around the world is just watching this right now. I guess. Yeah, um, I know. Like, I feel like, did he know he was going to be? Did somebody like, have for, a boom mic above their heads so that the, <laughs> all those uh, cameras? Or you know what? Hmm. He could have been using Red Wing to transmit that and broadcast into that. Yeah. Well, either way, Isaiah seeing it, you know, you could see in Isaiah's face like he was kind of proud. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Which being was, able was to do awesome. something that he he mm-hmm. could never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, speaking of that, you know, Sam goes back to Baltimore, goes to see Isaiah again. You know, chop it up with him in the, in the garden. Gre- greeted very differently. <laughs> yes. More of a welcoming, uh, yep. yeah, I'm glad you're here type of deal. And he said, and I think he even said, you're special, son, or something yes, like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're special. You're special. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was cool. But then Sam takes him to the museum, the Captain America Museum, and now Isaiah mm-hmm. has his own kind of exhibit there. I I loved, I love that he had his own exhibit. I really do. Yeah. I just, uh, I'm just... Oops. Not so sure. <laughs> I'm just not so sure that it should be like Sam had to walk through several cor- corridors to get to the small <laughs> yeah. back room of, oh, here's Isaiah. Like he walked through hallways of Captain America's, <laughs> like Captain America this, Steve Rogers this, Steve Rogers this, and then they go through these small little corridors, this so. back room. Yeah. 
here you go, Isaiah. I got this for you. I guess so. <laughs> this is all America could do for you. <laughs> Kinda. And I also thought it was a I mean, okay, Isaiah clearly was thankful. Yes, he was. I guess, and I guess he was thankful because now his history story, his yeah. story is told. He's not been erased. Like cuz he he literally for the last however many years has been living in a, an erased life. Yeah, like really he was a recluse like Yeah, nobody knew about him. Yeah, right? exactly. Um but at the same time I was like I feel like in some ways you're like putting this man in like in danger. Well, actually nobody knows he's alive, right? As far as I know, they don't. We don't actually know. Maybe somebody does if you can actually pause it and and read what those exhibits say. But um, I, I was wondering, like, wait, is this putting him in danger? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like putting his story out there. But again, just seeing him react to it so emotionally and hug Sam, like, it was yeah. beautiful. It was beautiful. It was good. Man. Oh my gosh, it was good. Yeah, and just uh, like Sam from his first interaction with Bradley to the to then that moment, like yeah, it, it was it was really really good. Marvel really pulled that one off. Yeah, that was really good, man. Um, the only other thing we're missing, we don't have to talk about it at length, but Bucky finished his list. He and, did. He did finish it. And again, at, in these finales, like I said, I gotta lower at my expectations in my mind. You know. All these episodes have been 50 minutes. Why not make the finale, I don't know, an hour and 10? Give us 20 more minutes. Because even talking to um, Yuri, Yuri is like, it was so rushed. Yeah. It was so rushed. And and that was something I was like, I remember. We were looking forward to it. Well, yeah. And I told my wife, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not ready for this. And maybe Marvel knew I wasn't going to be ready, and that's why it and was it, short. And it fizzled real quick. <laughs> it kind of fizzled. But I did, gl- I did enjoy the, the scene where he's walking by the, the restaurant, yeah. and he was just looking in at, through the window. And he's continuing his life. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I hated that Bucky couldn't be a part of that. I know. I wish um, he could walk in. Yeah, I wish he could walk in. And I, I really wanted him to walk in and sit down and be, be embraced. Like, I don't know. But I, I guess that would be hard to get over. Really, if you, Yeah. At least immediately, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so I wish I wanted more. I, I mean, I, stuff like that. But I want to know what what else is going to happen with Bucky. Like, obviously, Val, Falcon's going to go on. Captain America is going to go. Hey, on. Hey, did you see that at the end? It, instead of saying yeah, the Falcon, it said Captain the Winter Soldier America. said Captain America and the Winter and the Winter Soldier. Soldier. That was so Which, good. Uh, thousands and thousands of viewers have been uh, casually like calling the show Captain America. I mean, Falcon and the Winter. I mean, yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what they would do. They would they would say they would start off saying Captain America, but then they would correct yeah. themselves and say Falcon. Yeah. So, uh, so now you can call the show Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Love it. Um, I really hope they. I mean, we know Falcon's going to continue on as Captain America. Like, yep. well, what's Bucky? What's next for Bucky? Talking about the White Wolf. Yeah. Is is he going to go back to Wakanda eventually? Is he like what? Is he just going to be the sidekick for Captain America? Like, what's going on here yeah, with Bucky? I don't know. I mean, it looks MCU, like they're friends now. Yeah. I mean. I mean, he didn't hear the whole speech. He only, all he heard was black guy in Captain America suit or whatever he said. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry, man. I wasn't listening. Yeah. yeah all I heard. All... He said I was texting. And I was waiting for, for Sam to be like, bro, you don't know how to text. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like, Sorry. I was texting. Yeah. Dude, you're 100 years old. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we should probably wrap this up. It's getting kind of long. Hopefully, we saw people still listening. I know this is a little longer than I wanted to go but that's okay it's the finale um closing thoughts anything you want to add or um anything we're missing um i would just say overall 
anything to do with Captain America, I feel like is 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 a good property because uh, you get to intertwine a little espionage, a little bit of a political thriller action. Like I, those are all right up my alley, and I, I mean I enjoyed it, and uh, I feel like we're gonna get a few more of those types of series with mm-hmm. like Secret Invasion on the horizon. Oh yeah. Uh, so so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And armor armor wars armor wars too. could potentially have, deal with that as well. So well, dude. Captain America, yeah, he doesn't have super soldier serum, but he's got a vibranium shield and vibranium wings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know That's what? Pretty cool. How cool would it be if they do like a Captain America four and like Anthony Mackie gets to shine, man? That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Let him do it. I feel like he truly, he truly took on the. I'm they probably the, will. So that I'm the number Torres. one hero. Yeah. Torres then, oh yeah, bring Torres it. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm down. Lo- I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm down. The the future looks good for for Marvel, obviously. Um, oh yeah. All right, let's cut it off because again we're we're going pretty long. Um, we will obviously not be doing any reviews of Marvel shows for the next like five or six weeks. That's gonna be tough, hard for my 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 heart. But we will resume with the Loki reviews, which start on June eleventh. I cannot wait yeah, for that. That's gonna be pretty awesome. It's gonna be sick. Um, but big shout out to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. And, um, we hope that you come back the next few weeks, even though there's not new Marvel content, we will be doing some exciting reviews. We're going to be doing a review of mortal Kombat. We're going to be doing a review of without remorse, a new action, uh, thriller on, on prime, right? Yeah. Amazon Amazon prime Prime with Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, we're going to review the Star Wars Bad Batch um, That's gonna be mini-series. Yeah. I guess it's technically a mini-series. It is, yeah. On Disney+. Plus. Um, so we got some cool things in the works. Um, be on the lookout. Continue to uh, follow and listen and tell your friends. So, Justin, it was a pleasure doing this with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Shimada, we in, miss in, you. In memory of Shimada? No, no, <laughs> in no. In memory. No. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, does he even do the podcast anymore? <laughs> He's uh, he's gone two out of three weeks. Like and... if if you didn't listen to last week's, but you listened to two weeks ago, you'd think like, oh yeah, I guess he's just not on the pod anymore. Yeah, we we fired him. <laughs> Shimada, yeah, out of here. Yeah, go play baseball or something. <laughs> hey, three strikes and you're out, buddy. All right. Ooh. For my good friend Justin, I love it. Sandoval. This is T Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Thank you.